The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. And good morning. Here we go. It is Sunday. It is June 14th. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Good one packed in this next half hour. Win-win charitable giving. Good for you. Good for the charity. How do you do it? we got a webinar coming up. We've also got details on the way. Also, if you're thinking of selling a business, what are the steps you should consider? We've got a great team segment coming up. My name is Danny Clayton saying good morning to Mark Oswald, our Chief Compliance Officer. Good morning, gentlemen. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer. Hello. Good morning. And good morning, Dave Spano, our President and our CEO. Good morning, Danny. It's hard to believe that since March we have been on a winning streak that was broken this week when we had a down week, which is really hard to believe. The uh, the VIX was trading in the high 80s, which is a measure of fear. Uh, back in March, we've traded all the way down below 30. And this week, Mark, we finally saw some losses, but that could be healthy. It could be. You start thinking about just taking a breath. And maybe that's what the market's doing right now. Since that March 23rd low, you've got week after week, basically, of gains in the market. And you know, there were some comments maybe that the economy is not coming back as fast as some people had hoped that it might. You had Chairman Powell talking a little bit about what monetary policy might be for some period of time. And those two things together made the market maybe take a breath and maybe, to your point, that could be very healthy. And so, Derek, you know, you think about really the dichotomy that we have talked about on the show for a long time between the economy and the market. And there is a lot of people who continue to say that the stock market in and of itself has gotten ahead of itself while the economy's numbers begin to languish. Yeah, I mean, Chairman Powell in his testimony following the FOMC meeting essentially suggested that, you know, by mentioning the fact that the Fed, he doesn't see the Fed raising rates until 2022 and, and sees no reason. He's, in fact, he mentioned he wasn't even considering raising rates. That just suggested that the economy is obviously going to languish or else they'd have a different approach to the, the monetary situation. And in addition, he suggested that the Congress needs to step up with more fiscal stimulus. Right. Fiscal stimulus, which we have saw, we saw monetary stimulus like we've never seen. So that's on one side of the barbell, if you will, Mark. And on the other side, we all know about the horrendous GDP numbers and unemployment numbers. And you can't ignore either side. You can't ignore the fact that we have an unemployment rate that we haven't seen, frankly, since the Great Depression. And on the other side, we saw a response like we've never seen before. Well, sure. You know, the fiscal policy and monetary policy, two different things. Fiscal policy is really what the Congress can do right now. What are they going to do in terms of tax and spend? Do they lower taxes? Do they put more money into people's hands? That would be fiscal policy. And so that's yet to be seen. There's some people that are talking about as much as a trillion dollars coming out from fiscal policy into the, the economy at the end of June. If that happens, that's going to be more money in an already system that has a lot of money in it. And Derek, you know, even if they add on top of that this trillion dollars, some of the money that they've put in really hasn't made its way into the economy quite yet either. There's a lot of money sloshing around right now. Yeah, there absolutely is. You know, so we have, you know, a supportive Fed. We have the virus situation seemingly improving gradually at a very slow pace. But on the flip side, we have corporate earnings estimates to continue to go lower. And we have a stock market that has moved higher. So the valuation of the market is a little bit more problematic, which is why, 
you know, we felt as an investment committee that we were vulnerable to a, a little bit of profit tanking. A 4% decline following almost a 50% rally is really not much at all. And we'll see in the coming weeks whether, you know, as we get towards the end of the quarter, we see window dressing, we see uh, portfolio managers looking to load up in tech stocks that have worked all quarter. If we see that kind of activity, then I feel like the market could consolidate further, but it's on decent footing. Right. So let's talk about in the last minute or so here, you talked about a number of those stocks, those tech stocks that really have pulled the market along, and that's what's called being very narrow. So a lot of the big name stocks have pushed the S&P forward, and so we look at that. But on the other side of that, we start to talk about value stocks, stocks that really haven't participated that you can still buy without paying whatever, 50 times earnings. No, you can. I mean, most of the value sector is now concentrated in financials and energy. Uh, we know that the price of oil collapsed uh, during March. It's rebounded fairly nicely, although it was weak this week. And then financials have been a languishing performer. They're, I think they're still down about 20% for the year. So there are opportunistic uh companies within those sectors that perhaps are worth taking a look at, but they really need an economic recovery. And I don't mean a shallow one. I mean a V. And if they don't get a V, those are stocks will probably languish further. And so this really goes to the question, Mark, as we look into portfolio, we talk about growth stocks, we talk about value stocks, we talk about international, and all of the where the money is going is really important. As we go through this process, there's a lot of people who come in who really don't know how they have their composition. They need to understand it and context to the risk. You certainly do. And I think that's where the exercise starts. If you're uncomfortable doing that yourself, money in your portfolio is important to you because in a lot of cases, it's what you're going to live on for the rest of your life. So do yourself a favor, do your family a favor, make sure that your risk tolerance and your portfolio align right now. You can do it, and you can do it on a Sunday morning. Got to head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. But while you're there, read up on us, how we operate, what we believe in, and what we've been so far, which is a Barron's Top Advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, and we think the most important, a fee-only fiduciary partner. What is win-win charitable giving? We'll take a look at that next on the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Throughout the pandemic, we've stayed in the fight helping our clients recalibrate their investments and remain focused on their long-term plans. One piece of insight we keep sharing is don't let emotions derail your financial plan. Volatility can be unnerving and enduring the natural ups and downs in the markets can be hard to take, but making financial decisions based on emotions might be the fastest way to damage your financial future. Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for the clear, no-nonsense guidance you need. With everything going on in the world, take a moment and ask yourself, if not now, when? As a fee-only fiduciary, our job is to align your plan with your goals. Our team will focus on investments and retirement planning while putting your tax and estate plans in order. We can help, and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference? It's Team Tech Trust. We are in a webinar world. Got a new one coming up. It's called Win-Win Charitable Giving. And the presenters are joining me, Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP, CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Deanne. Well, hello, Danny. And Jill Martin, Estate Planning Attorney at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Jill. Hi, Danny. The Annex Wealth Management webinars have covered a ton of topics, but this is this is pretty cool. This is a first. Deanne, what was the origin of Win-Win Charitable Giving? 
Well, Danny, as you know, Annex has a deep commitment to education. Now, that's both for our clients and for the community at large. We've always held live presentations regularly on a variety of topics. And in this new COVID-19 world, we want to adapt immediately to webinars and reach multiple generations. So we know a little bit can go a long way. So we created these mini webinars on a large variety of topics. These are basically little bites, if you will, about half an hour long to give you a nice informed break during the stay at home day. Win-win charitable giving is just another example of Annex bringing a topical idea to the forefront as we continue to battle several issues Americans are facing now, such as wanting to help out those in need and to give to charities while at the same time capturing the best tax advantage possible. There's the win-win part. Jill, you are heavily involved with our clients and their estate plan. Is that where the specifics of charitable giving starts to get defined? Well, I don't know that that's where it starts to get defined. I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, see a need and they want to they wanna help in some way and they just don't know how. So it starts with maybe a cash donation to your favorite charity or your church or anything like that. And so what happens is people just kind of start doing charitable giving without necessarily a great plan. And so what we're trying to do is, is help people focus that plan a little bit so that it's part of your overall financial plan you get the best tax benefits that are available. And if it ends up as part of your estate plan and your legacy goals, that's even better. Deanne, understanding the variety of charitable giving techniques is important, and it straddles both financial and tax planning. It seems that there's a number of different ways to arrange charitable giving. Well, you bet. The obvious one, as Jill mentioned, is giving cash. But in order to do so in a way that's trackable and advantageous, there definitely are certain considerations one must make. The same can be said for gifting stocks and appreciated assets, all the way to donor-advised funds and charitable trusts. Jill and I will offer best practices in giving while covering some new tax law that was just brand new this year so that our listeners can better understand how they can give in 2020 while still capturing the best tax advantage and the best financial planning relative to their specific goals and values. Deanne Phillips and Jill Martin from Annex Wealth Management here to talk about an upcoming webinar called Win-Win Charitable Giving. So, Jill, I see that charitable trusts are part of the webinar, and that's another component of what you help our clients with. It is, Danny, because, you know, charitable trusts is one vehicle. It's a little bit more of a complicated vehicle, so it's not for everyone, but it's really important because it adds a little bit of a component of being able to provide for maybe yourself or family, but then also having that charitable component that goes along with it. And again, with the SECURE Act that we'll probably talk about as part of this webinar, you know what, that's a really great way to maybe still be able to get that stretch IRA that we've lost because of the SECURE Act. So it's definitely a component of of more complex, robust planning that we do. Win-win charitable giving, the webinar is what we're talking about. Deanne, would you mind, could, could I share the story of the scholarship that you helped my father set up? Oh, absolutely, Danny. And how very kind of you to bring this up. And I think this is really a story about how Annex's team wraps around a client's needs and values and partners with them toward their success. As you know, this delightful little man came into our offices and he carefully and meticulously saved all his life and his needs were covered for the rest of his life. So we at Annex asked him questions about his values and how he wanted to be remembered, you know, for generations from now. We let him know that he didn't have to wait until he passed to share his values values and money now. And then he revealed that he came from a line of teachers up north from where his family's from. We did a little research, learned that there was a scholarship fund from his and his parents' alma mater high school. So working 
carefully with that scholarship funds foundation, we helped him establish a scholarship fund in his parents' name for students who wanted to be teachers. The fund actually even went the extra mile and would send applications for the scholarship for him to actually read and review. Now, he knew in his final years that he was doing good for kids who were basically following in his parents' footsteps. Danny, I still get chills. It's a real feel-good story. I love it too. And the technique that you use, he had a lot of appreciated stock and that's how it, how they did it. And that's what we're kind of talking about with with the different ways that you can give. Absolutely. That's right. Uh, Everybody's situation and financial plan and their values are unique. And that is all a large part of financial planning that we have to take into consideration. It's all well and good if we do the right thing and save, but a lot of times, and hopefully if it's done well and well thought out, you end up with this surplus and we all know we can't take it with us. So then we turn to how we want to be remembered and what we want to do with it. It was really a, a highlight of his last years before he passed. So I, I want to thank everybody on the team that helped him. That's win-win charitable giving. We've got a brand new webinar. It's offered by Annex Wealth Management. And Deanne, it's coming up soon. It sure is, Danny. Win-win charitable giving is coming up Wednesday, June 17th at 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern time. We know we have people listening on uh, various locations. And you can register at AnnexWealth.com slash events tab. Nice. It's called Win-Win Charitable Giving, the mini webinar, and it's coming up. Details again at AnnexWealth.com slash events. Jill Martin, estate planning attorney, Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Danny. Over and over, we've heard people use the term unprecedented when talking about today's world. Truth is, from a financial perspective, we've seen much of this before. We've seen markets plunge 35%. We've seen global pandemics. We've seen unemployment skyrocket. It seems everyone has an opinion about when this will end and what we should be doing now. Frankly, it's hard to know who to trust. When it comes to your money, you need a steady voice, committed to independence, giving you a confident snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. That's what Annex Wealth Management provides. Our team of experts has decades of experience helping clients navigate economic crises. Let us give you a free portfolio review and a framework for a financial plan. Not a self-serving sales pitch, but an on assessment of where you are, where you're headed, and how we can help. Start today. Give us a call or head to AnnexWealth.com. With everything we're facing, ask yourself, if not now, when? Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust and a conversation about selling a business. Joining me is Ron Johnson, Senior Financial Planner and a CFP. Welcome back. Thanks, Danny. So you're a frequent contributor to our Money Do series, which people can read on our website or within the weekly e-newsletter called The Axiom. Recently, you wrote about selling a business. Let's dive into that. You know, the first thing that you want to consider when you're thinking about retirement planning is how is that business going to impact retirement? Are you going to sell it or is it going to generate income for the rest of your life? What is that going to look like? 
like. You know, it depends on the relationship you've had with the business, too, because I know some people that have done businesses. I mean, they're like children, right? Blood, sweat, tears. You've grown them. Right. I mean, to explore the mindset of an entrepreneur, they're naturally risk takers and they love what they've built. There's a ton of pride in there. Is it hard to get them to that point? I think the hardest part with a business owner is managing expectations because oftentimes they think their business is worth far more than maybe what it really is. You wrote that what goes into the process of selling a business is knowing when to sell that business, especially since the process could take a couple of years. And I guess I didn't think about that. Let's think about it as though you were selling your house, right? When you sell your house, you go in there and you clean it up, you paint the walls, you, you, you maybe you stage it. You do the same thing with your business, right? You want your business, when you put it up for sale, to look as turnkey as possible because the buyer is going to see more value in a business that they can step in and see no disruption in revenue. Your Money Do piece asks some key questions. Let's go through them. And the first is, who are you going to sell to? Does it matter who you're going to sell to? It really does because a lot of small businesses set up what's called an ESOP and maybe they're going to slowly transition their business to ownership of the employees. And that could take many years to get that to a point when you feel you're ready to step out and you feel comfortable stepping out of the business when you transition into your employees. So that takes a lot of planning. That's a nice human side, too, because you're thinking of the employees that you would more or less, quote unquote, leave behind. Right. And it's an awesome recruiting tool as well. Another point is is cleaning up your business financials. Now, what's involved with that? The first thing you want to do if you're going to consider selling your business down the road is is start thinking about the structure of your financials. Are they prepared by you in-house or... Do you have a CPA either review them or audit them? And there's a difference between the two. Usually smaller companies, they'll have them reviewed because it's cheaper. It's less intensive. The CPA, all they're doing is making sure that your financials uh, are in accordance with the uh, generally accepted accounting principles. An audit means they come into your business and test it to make sure that they are also accurate. And with larger businesses, obviously, a buyer might expect that. With a smaller business, I think being reviewed is sufficient. I can see why this takes a couple of years because you might be the point where your accounting methods have been, you know, writing stuff down on napkins or loose leaf binders or things like that. You got to get official. Right. And a buyer's going to look back maybe as far back as five years, right? So you want to show them five years of financials. And that goes into the second point of when you, of thinking about your financials. You want to think about is your business efficient? Is operating expenses in line with industry standards? What's the revenue trends? A business that's been growing revenue over the last five years looks a whole lot more attractive, Danny, than a business that's been losing revenue each year. Yeah, that I do know. We're talking with Ron Johnson about steps to consider when selling a business, talking about focus on revenue and how that is a key step. What does it mean you suggest to prepare a business without the principal? The head guy, the boss person won't be there anymore. Right. So that that goes back to the notion of a turnkey operation. So if you're the face of the business and you're the one out there generating the revenue and you step away, will that revenue continue? That's the question the buyer is going to ask. But if you have a business 
that your team is generating the revenue and your team is managing the operations of the business and the day-to-day activities and you step away, it's going to look a whole lot easier that that's going to continue. Yeah, then they're going to say, why did we need that guy? (laughs) Yeah, he was the boss. So how do you determine the value of a business? That sounds complex. It is. It's, It's actually very complex. And the larger the business, the more complex it is. And this is, especially if you have a business worth over a half a million dollars, I believe it pays to hire a CPA who's knowledgeable, and, and this is a, uh, a CPA who has special training in business valuation, to look under the hood and create a value for you. So you know where you stand and you know what a fair price is when you put it on the market. It's a third party. It that's is what a third they do. party. Yeah, yep. you're going to pay. It's it's expensive. Uh, I would venture to guess it runs between three and $5,000 for that service. But if you're looking at a half a million or a million or even more of an investment, it pays to have that understanding. And in the last minute, uh, talk about transitioning assets that one wishes to keep out of the business. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, if there's something special or has meaning to you, maybe you you put your own car in the business, you want to make sure that, that when you sell it, you take it back out of the business and take it off the balance sheet so the buyer knows that that's actually your car and then doesn't come with the business or any other assets as well. Conversation about selling a business. Ron Johnson is a senior financial planner and a CFP at Annex Wealth Management, part of the big team here. Thanks for your insights. I'm My Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Throughout the pandemic, we've stayed in the fight and have consistently said, don't let your emotions guide your financial plan. I know seeing your retirement plan come under attack is hard to take. Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for fee-only fiduciary guidance. We can help and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. The time is now. Be ready for what's next. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And we're back just real quickly. Win-win charitable giving. The webinar happens on Wednesday, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The Annuity Enigma, Thursday at 4 o'clock. Complete details at AnnexWealth.com. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Thanks, Danny. You know, there's been a, a backdrop that we continue to watch. And one of those things is coming up, and that is the fact that earnings starts again. And every quarter, Mark, we have earnings season. And that'll start in July. And that's closer than everyone thinks. As we wind out the second quarter, there's Derek referred to what's called window dressing. Explain right. what that means. Well, you have fund managers, right? People out there that are managing money. And what they're going to do, what some managers do, and it's not the, it's not the most scrupulous practice, but they'll get towards the end of the quarter and they'll say, hey, when my clients see their portfolio, I want to make sure they have XYZ stock in it because XYZ did really, really well during this quarter. So they'll go out and buy it. And they're just really trying to look at it and say, what would the portfolio look like had I owned this during the period? But you didn't get the whole gain, so be careful about that. So Derek, you know, we think about how where do we go from here, and we've had one heck of a recovery so far. You know, it could you could argue that this was a V recovery, at least in the equities market, certainly not in the economic data. But are there obstacles to further uh, gains going forward? 
Well, I think the, the, the big one is, you know, what, what the progress on the virus is going to be and whether or not we have a second wave. Because right now we're hearing about, you know, more cases. The CDC did a report on Thursday that showed of the 10 hardest hit uh, countries in the world by the virus that the U.S. leads in new cases. Now, you can explain that away a little bit because we're testing more, but it does show that the virus isn't gone. And what you worry about is if, if there is a big second wave, you know, we've seen an uptick in, in Arizona, Florida, and Texas. That could cause some companies not to open. It may cause some uh, local governments to remain shut down or encourage shut down. And it may keep consumers from going out and going to restaurants, going to bars, going to the movie theater, and just being out and about generating the consumption that is needed to lift economic growth. You know, and you talk about what could absolutely be a game changer, and it's really not getting a lot of coverage. And that is if we go back into the fall and we start playing sports or you know, athletes get it or, or worse, kids get it and then to me that would be a game changer absolutely i mean i've heard any number of people suggest the schools should be open they've done that in other countries uh the the odds that a young person is negatively impacted by the virus remains extremely low but that doesn't mean they can't spread it so that's that's one source of optimism that i think has helped to drive uh, equity prices going forward and the other is is the fed but the problem we have again is we have companies gradually reopening some to 25 percent capacity or less. We have many small businesses that are probably still on the ropes, and we don't know how long this fiscal stimulus in the form of PPP will last. Will the government extend PPP benefits to companies that are continually negatively impacted by the virus? And if not, what will happen? Will they then lay off employees? What about permanent, permanent job losses? What percent of the unemployed uh, may not get a job? So we really have to focus on the underlying economic uh, Variables, while at the same time monitoring valuations and asset class performance. And there's no question, and you know, we don't like to manage to a calendar. That is for certain. It's you know, how much, how many widgets did you sell, and can we put a multiple on that? But there is an election coming, and elections have consequences. That was what most famously said. And so, when we look at that, and if there is a change in administration, how will the market react to it? And we all need to p- keep keep an eye on that. You certainly have to think about taxes first, and I think that that's the big thing. If you're a company out there, just think about it. If you're paying X X in corporate tax rate right now, and that's going to go up 10% or 20%, what does that do to your bottom line? Obviously, it's going to have an impact on you. How about individuals? If individuals are out there and they're paying more or have to withhold more for taxes because they are taxed at a higher rate, then obviously their disposable income goes down. And, you know, spending, consumer spending, is so much to do with GDP in this country that you take money out of people's hands, it's going to have an impact on the economy. And, Danny, you know, down here in southwest Florida, we are getting a lot of responses from people calling in and saying, you know, I've heard you on the radio. We'd like to have you take a second look at our portfolio. And there's ways to do that. And, in fact, in our Naples office, for example, we continue to do portfolio reviews. If you're interested in doing that, there's a way to get it done. And you can do it very quickly. It's uh, just as simple as heading to AnnexWealth.com, clicking that Get Started button. While you're there, wander around a little bit. We think we've got an excellent website. We've also got a very good YouTube channel with lots of our learning content on it. And uh, you can check that out as well. But the website is AnnexWealth.com. We always say know the difference. It is Team Tech Trust. What does that mean? How about a Barron's top advisor, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, a fee-only fiduciary partner. We sure appreciate you listening. We would love to help through these very trying times. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We'll see you in a week on 92.5 Fox News. 
The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.